In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. One danger in the study of family is that though you want the best for your family, if you're not careful, you can almost become self-centered even about that. For example, you can study and pray and, and work on your home life only thinking about the people that live under your roof. I want you to know that God's perspective is when families are what they ought to be, then those families become conduits of His grace to others. They become channels for His truth. They become the means by which a church is helped, a community is blessed, a city is turned to Christ. And such is the example of Aquila and Priscilla. Now, we've been in Acts chapter 18, and I've given you a number of just practical things that we learn from Aquila and Priscilla's example. But I want to bring you to a couple of other scriptures today. Remember I said to you they show up in four different New Testament books. Well, we're first introduced to them in Acts 18, and there we learned that they just started right where they were. And I hope you'll start right where you are. But let me bring you to two other texts today and show you that they did what they could. And I want to challenge you to do what you can. The first scripture is Romans 16. Romans 16, verses 3, 4, and 5, Paul writes to the church at Rome and says this, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus. Now, two interesting things here. First, Priscilla's name comes first. Remember, we talked about that before. Perhaps she's the more prominent personality. The important thing is not personality. The important thing is spirituality, and Aquila and Priscilla were spiritual people. They're serving God together. And notice how he identifies them as his helpers in Christ Jesus. I believe in the ministry of helps. I believe in the gift of helps. And I want you to know that though everybody cannot lead and everybody's not going to be in charge and everybody's not going to be a pastor or a deacon, everybody can be a helper. Would you ask God to make you a helper today? Pastor Sexton used to say to us that in a local church, everyone does one of two things. They either pastor the church or they help someone pastor the church. I like that. So you're either called of God to lead and feed or you're helping. And if you help God's servant, you're helping all those he ministers to. So Paul said, they are my helpers in Christ Jesus. And then he goes further. Who have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Do you see how God's work in them became God's work through them? That it didn't dead end with Aquila and Priscilla and somebody says, well, they have a nice family. Well, they have a great home. No, no. Their family, their home became the platform by which then they were able to minister to others. We saw a little of that in Acts 18 when they taught Apollos. You remember that? Teaching others what they've been taught. But now, let me point a couple other things out to you. The first is uh, that they involve their entire household in the work of the local church. Did you notice here that in 
Romans 16, verse 5, the Bible says the church met in their house. They literally allowed the church to meet in their living room. That may not seem an amazing thing to you, but in the first century, when Christians were being hunted like animals, when they were being treated like criminals, when they were viewed as some crazy sect of people, uh, some, uh, some lunatic fringe, to allow a New Testament church, followers of Jesus Christ, to meet in your home immediately would mark you. Remember, they were, they were in a world where great persecution had come upon the church, and yet they were not afraid to be identified that way. They were not afraid to be connected to what God was doing. That same principle is repeated in another place where they're mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 19. Listen to it. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. So it sounds to me like over quite a period of time, they allowed the local assembly to gather in their home. Now, I'm not a proponent of saying every church has to meet in a house. In this particular era, in the New Testament, they could not meet openly. They had to meet privately. I thank the Lord that we have facilities and places where we can gather together and assemble freely, and we ought to thank God for that. But I would point out to you that for them to open their house to the church meant first that they had opened their heart to God. They were heart deep in the work of the local New Testament church. We don't know if they had children, but if they did have children, think of the impact that must have had on their children. My dad tells the story of, his father starting a church in their house when he was just a boy. And some very funny things actually that happened. Uh, they lived in the back of the house and the church met in the front of the house. Uh, that's an interesting and a sometimes complicated scenario. But it does reveal that someone is heart deep in the work of the local church. I want to recommend that you not only connect your family to a church where you attend, but that you involve your family in the work of the New Testament church. And then something else I would point out to you from both of these scriptures. Did you notice it? In Romans 16, the Bible says they were helpers. They laid down their own necks for Paul. Uh, he gave thanks for them. All the churches of the Gentiles gave thanks for them. And then in 1 Corinthians 16, the Bible says they were saluting people much in the Lord. You should take careful note that Aquila and Priscilla were encouragers. You know what an encourager is? You know, when you get around somebody and they just lift your spirit, they point you to God, and it's not just personality. It's not just they're cheerful. No, they, they're spiritual people, and so they make you think of the Lord. Oh, this is something all of us ought to pray that God will make us. This is something all of us ought to desire to become. Friend, you may not be able to do many things, but you can do this thing. You can be an encourager. Do what you can right where you are. When the Bible says they saluted people much in the Lord, uh, salute doesn't simply mean they, they put their uh, hand to their, to their forehead. Uh, salute means they greeted them. Uh, they spoke encouraging words. Uh, they, uh, they reached out to people. See, I think this is a mark of a spiritual home, a spiritual family. Uh, they've not internalized everything. They've not circled the wagons and simply concentrated on themselves and become introspective. They're looking out to the needs all around them and seeing how they can meet them. Would you ask God to show you how your family can minister to another family, how your family can encourage someone who's discouraged, how your family can reach your neighborhood with the gospel? In fact, why don't you sit your family down and have a conversation about it? Brainstorm a little bit. Involve even the children. 
uh, get some ideas. What are some things we could do to make a difference? You see, when Aquila and Priscilla connected themselves to the work of the church, that was more than the meetings. Yes, the church met in their house. Yes, they assembled with the church. But it went beyond the meetings to the ministry. It went beyond simply an assembly once a week to each and every day seeking to do what they could right where they are. Oh, what an impact that would make on our own families, on our children, and what an impact that would make on the church and the communities where God has allowed us to live and to labor. Do you see why Aquila and Priscilla have become such a favorite of mine? I hope you're getting to know them so well that they'll become a favorite of yours. I'll remind you, you're going to meet them in heaven someday, around the throne of God, and you're going to say, I know who you are. We read all about you. Tell us more. On that day at the judgment seat, I would love for someone else to be able to say of my family that God used that family to minister to us. Would you pray today, Lord, make us like Aquila and Priscilla, Make us more the servants we ought to be in our home, with our church, and for our community. May, by God's grace, all of us just do what we can. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.